Hey guys, Kevin with Buffalo Pinball here. Just wanted to give you a heads up before we get into the show there. We had a little bit of an audio issue, uh, so you'll hear a little echo during the, the course of the show. Apologies for that. I'm still working out the bugs in my new stream setup here for the podcast. I'm going to pick up some new hardware for that. Hopefully get it cleaned up for next month, but in the meantime, uh, I've done what I can to fix this one up as, as good as we can. So enjoy and have a great holiday season, and we'll see you in the new year. Coming up on this episode of Brody Even Talk Pinball, we've got new pinballs, new mods, pinball misadventures. What else, Kev? We're going to talk about connected pinball, Scorbit, Stern Insider Connected, our experience with it, and the pinball machines of the past 50 years. All that and more, coming right up. Doubles to jackpot! And now, the Hall and Oates of Pinball Podcasting, Nick Lane and Kevin Manny of Buffalo Pinball. Whoa, boom shakalaka. Uh, skinny guy, bald guy. There <laughs> Nick you go. Lane, also, Kevin known as, Manny. also known as Skinny Guy, Bald Guy. Skinny Guy, Bald Guy. That's skinny a, Guy, Bald Guy Pinball Show. <laughs> right. Alternative that's, title. That's right. What's going on, everybody? Happy holiday season. We made it to December. Once yeah. in, uh, we kind of missed November, but, you know, life and Thanksgiving and stuff got in the way, but yeah, it's here we are. Hard. Boom, kaboom. Uh, before we get into it, why don't we uh, thank our partners? Okay, we'll start off with Pin Stadium. Pin Stadium is a lighting kit to add to your pinball machines. It is controlled by uh, it's controlled by an app, iOS, Android. That works. Windows phones, you're out of luck. Um, <laughs> you can use coupon code uh, Buffalo to save ten percent. They are a premium lighting kit. They're fantastic. I got them on my games. Kevin's got them on his games. Uh, check it out. One of the best mods you can possibly get for your pinball machine. Also got the Mod Couple Pinball, the modcouplepinball.com for your, your modding needs. You want to make your game look look special, You want to, but you also want it to look almost like it should have been that way from the beginning, then head over to Mod Couple Pinball. They do a professional job on their mods. We got Flippin' Out Pinball, Flippin' Out Pinball, Zach Many. Once you go Zach, you never go back. He's got all of the games by like all the manufacturers out there except Pinball Adventures because uh, that doesn't really exist. But but you know Zach Many, I'll tell you we just uh, the lane the lanes got another game from Zach Many and he, and he delivered so he hooked us up hooked my dad up with a, a Led Zeppelin premium uh, they're they're hard to find they're not going to be making them in 2022 so if you want that game grab it now uh, but once again excellent customer service from Zach Many at Flipping Out Pinball you got Pinside Pinside the OG the original place to go for uh, buying selling games um, forums. Top 100. They even have more than top 100. Um, you name it, Pinside's got it. It's a great, easy to understand and use website. The UI is fantastic. I've been on there since uh, October 2010. It's been a long time. All right, Jersey Jack Pinball, JerseyJackPinball.com, makers of the most beautiful pinball machines on the planet. Their newest game is Guns N' Roses. Grab it now while it's still in production. Pinball EDU, go to pinballraffle.org for your chance to not only support charity, but win, potentially win a pinball machine. You've got a one in 300 chance. There you go. I think it's still 40 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I, I got to get a ticket. It's been a while. I think he, I think it's up now, but he limited the number of entries, something like that. Well, because prices right. have gone up. 
Yeah, it's so, good. It's yeah, crazy. it's yeah. It's I'm sure it's a challenge. All right, I'll have to get a, I'll have to get a ticket soon. All right, community beer works, communitybeerworks dot com. Uh, delicious beer, my favorite beer in, in all of Buffalo. It, it is really that good. Every beer I've ever had is 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 good. Um, and they got pinball machines there. So what's what's not to love? Tilt cycle, tiltcycle dot com for upcycled pinball and arcade art. Cometpinball.com for LED needs. Pinballmix.com. You can get a custom soundtrack on your pinball machine. Really customize it. You don't like the music in there, no problem. Go to pinballmix.com. You can also save 10% with coupon code BUFFALO. And then, last but not least, our favorite, Titan Pinball. Titanpinball.com. Silicone rings. Uh, pinballs. Not pinball machines. Pinballs for uh, your pinball machines. And the most comfortable mat ever. Uh, you know, we had League Night. And there was a league member who was standing on it, and he's like, "I hear you guys talk about it." And he's like, "He's not like, like he didn't believe us that it's it's comfortable, but he still like was amazed, right? Like nobody, everyone they step on it, they're just like blown away. That pinball mat, go buy it. It's yeah. it's fantastic. You just need one. Yeah, you don't need it for every game. You just need one. There you go. Yeah. All people, right. People are like, "Oh, they're a sponsor. They're just saying nice things about their sponsor. No, it's it's amazing. No, <laughs> they, we don't have we don't need sponsors. Right. We get sponsors. We, of we, we, like, we like them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There you go." Uh, all right, so we got a lot of pinball news this month, so let's get into it. And before that, we got a little little somebody that's going to introduce us. Here's the tip. It's the latest pinball news. So hot, it's on fire. Kicking it off is a couple brand, well, one brand new machine, and then one relaunched machine, and then one modified machine. So we got we got a variety of them coming at you. This was kind of relaunched, right? It's uh, not brand new. I mean, they, they people bought it. Yeah. So our, our good friend, uh, pizza uh, attorney, pizza attorney, <laughs> Adam Gase, former pizza attorney, he, uh, retired pizza attorney. He had one of the first six that they made of the the prototypes, and then uh, American Pinball picked it up for mass production, which is awesome. Um, so this game is coming. To life from American Pinball, their fourth game. Uh, news coming to you here from uh, Pinball News. We'll be showing you a bunch of their stuff today. But uh, designed by Scott Gullix, developed by him and Frank Gelati at Riot Pinball. Uh, American Pinball worked with Riot Pinball to take what was essentially a homebrew design, convert the mechanic components such that they could be manufactured at scale, further develop the software, sounds, and music, and release it as an American Pinball title. So, if, so we have a video of the prototype on our YouTube channel. And then uh, last Friday, uh, the Turbo Graphics team streamed it on the Buffalo Pinball Twitch channel. You can check out that video on demand on our Twitch channel. Uh, but yeah, you can you can go out there, you can play it. So what was cool about the launch of this is they 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 launched it to a bunch of different um, arcades the day of the announcement. So like Jack Bar in New York City, and there's there's a bunch of them all over the country. Uh, and they announced it. They were like, "This game, we're we're coming out with this game. You can go out and play it right now at these select locations." So folks could go out there and try it right away. And then they were available to play at Expo. And then they were at, I think, Midwest Gaming Classic after that. Um, so there's been a lot of exposure of this game already in, in you know, multiple streams so far. And uh, it looks pretty cool. I, I always liked the the flow of it from watching Skip stream it last year. I was like, oh, that, that looks really cool. I'd like to play that someday. And then, you know, to see it come to, to fruition is really cool. Um, there was some talk about weak flippers. And so, but when you watch this on the Buffalo stream uh, with Dave, Dave's the uh, the tech at Riot Pinball. He streams with Turbo on Fridays on our channel. 
Uh, and he said they identified what was causing that and they've rectified it. And if you watch the stream, they stream for over two hours and the flippers were nice and strong the whole time. So if you played it or if you heard that that was a thing that might be a problem, uh, they figured it out and they're going to fix it before they ship the game, which is cool. I like Captain Crunch on his throne. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Those, these he, models are weak. These are not good. <laughs> is he fighting the Soggies? Yeah. Is that what it's about? Is that the wizard mode? Yeah. It's oops all berries up there. Okay. Yeah. Those, are, those are probably the low light of the, of the game that the playfield art is pretty cool. It's like cartoony comic booky. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's got, it's got what? Three flippers. Hey, there's your boy. There's captain. <laughs> not good. Not God, good. It's pretty bad. It's, it's actually the, uh, you might not like, look at his eye. Yeah. The, uh, the, the standard yeah. edition, I don't think it has that, which it sounds like might be a feature. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, even just change the colors that he is. So yeah. He doesn't look like captain crunch. That's all. Yeah. There, there's a, a wider play field shot. So it's got three flippers. It's got shot under the flipper. Uh, there's a scoop over here on the left. You can shoot it back into it. Kind of, it can go back into the shooter lane, kind of like uh, Deadpool. Um, yeah, there's lots, lots of cool stuff. The, the shot up the middle, you can lock it in this this boat in the back, the the Viking ship. Uh, cool stuff. Uh, lots of flow, uh, fl- fast flowing playfield. There's all the uh, the locations where you could play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So as far as I know, they haven't announced the. Uh, um. The standard edition yet they've uh they're taking orders for the premium or whatever they're calling it the limited deluxe models right here on the on the on the flyer that was one of the things they they sold out of the 300 like right away and then they upped it to 500 and people were not happy but well, some yeah people were happy you, you don't do that when you say you have limited you, that's what you do you abide by it yeah Know, it's they, not limited. It's awesome that the demand was good, but you're not yeah. standing by your word. Yeah. Well, Stern did, has done that too. With uh, they did it with monsters, I think. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. I don't care who does it. Yeah. It's uh, it's weird. It, it, they came out with this weird statement where it was like, you you do this to incentivize people to buy it, right? right? That's the trade off, mm-hmm. right? Like you just limit it, but you you take a risk, but you also it's the incentives in your favor. But then when you you you're winning, it's tilting towards you. Then you just jack it up again. I whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. They're probably all excited that they had a hit on their hands, and they just started. They're like, "All right, make more of them. People love this." <laughs> there you go. Who cares if we lied? Yeah, <laughs> no, nobody will remember. No, oh wait, no. we put it on our flyer. Pepperidge Farm and Nick Lane remembers. <laughs> that's all right. Um, so there you go. That's uh, it's Legends of Valhalla. Um, looking forward to giving that a, a flip one of these days. And uh, like I said, if you want to see it in action, you can check it out on the Buffalo Pinball Twitch channel. Um, next we have an overpriced game. Who wanted this? Nobody. <laughs> well, there's a few people well, a lot a of couple, money yeah. wanted, who, who, who couldn't resist it. Maybe they didn't want it. Yeah. You know, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't demand it, but they're like, uh, I can't help myself. <laughs> well, with the, the funny, so the game we're talking about is Elvira's house of horrors, uh, 40th anniversary edition. So apparently it's El- Elvira's 40th anniversary over the, f- uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the 40th anniversary of the creation of Elvira. Okay. So that, that's where they got the 40 years from. Um, 199 units available. Stern will decide the allocation of the machines to their distributors. No pricing information has been released either. This is one of those call for pricing, kind of like uh, Beatles was. And uh, I was reading Pinside, and they were folks were saying they were getting quotes as high as like $28,000. And I was like, why? <laughs> because there's <laughs> other than cosmetic upgrades, there's no difference between this and the the like premium that was like eight, nine thousand dollars. 
Um, it's got the super shiny side art that the Batman 66 Super LE had. Jesus Christ, you put some fucking glitter on a game and suddenly uh, people are getting their wallets out. All right, here, here's the features. I'll read them to you from the, from the flyer. The custom Elvira dagger shooter rod. Oh, yeah, that's going to break off. Um, <laughs> exclusive autographed Elvira trading card and an autographed best-selling autobiography book. Yours cruelly, Elvira Memoirs, Mistress of the Dark. I'll tell you, I'll give you a little tip. You go to the, one of these comic book nerd shows and you just get her to sign it. Yeah, it's like a $20 less. thing, yeah. yeah. Um, exclusive 40th anniversary full-color mirror backlash. Okay. Exclusive mirror 40th backlash, anniversary but... custom paranormal purple sparkle powder-coated pinball armor. So, it's purple. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of words to say we made it purple. Uh, exclusive 40th anniversary certificate of authenticity autographed by Elvira and... Gary Stern. Well, now oh you're God. talking. It's, it's got Stern Insider connected. There it is. That's that's the value. Um, exclusive 40th anniversary themed cabinet hand-drawn artwork featuring hyper-chrome embossed surface and an exclusive 40th anniversary metal plaque sequentially numbered. There you go. Oh, it's sequentially numbered. <laughs> As opposed to in sequentially numbered. Well, there you go. That's there. That's why it's $25,000, $28,000. We found it. We dug to the bottom of that one. So if you got a lot of money and you really like Elvira, you can spend it on these because I'm sure they didn't sell out of a whole, all 199 of them. Uh, really want to flex. Listen, I don't blame Stern. Why not put some fucking glitter on it, change the color, charge like three times as much. Somebody's going to buy it. I would do that. Yeah. Yeah, there's, you know, they're seeing people whatever. drop $36,000 yeah. on a Pirates LED. Sure, be stupid not to. Yeah, they're like, oh, people have money and they, they want to spend it. They just didn't realize there's these many crazy people out there years ago and they finally finally dawned on them that, yeah. We'll, t- we'll take some of that money. Make, a- make, make, make five games of something and charge 100000 Fucking change the color again in a few months. Scribble makes a good point. There's not even a piece of the couch with this. You used to get a piece of the couch with the Super LE. What couch? Elevira's couch that she Holy sat on. Holy shit. They gave you the, the original run of Super LEs. You got a piece of the couch. Oh, my God. A piece of the couch. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, but you're right. To your point, something. It's if you're something, a huge Elvira yeah. fan, that's it's significant. Like, I'm not making fun of that, per se, but you're right. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> it's like a thing you, you used to get for less money that now you don't get. There you go. Uh, cool. So this, was, this next one was, uh, was unexpected. Um, a 2.0 kit for Funhouse. So... If you're familiar with the Bride of Pinbot 2.0 kit, think, think of that, uh, but for Funhouse. So it's it's this is Funhouse Rudy's Nightmare, um, and a, a new officially licensed conversion kit for the game Funhouse to bring new features, new rules, a new sound package, new artwork, full color display, and an animated mystery mirror to the popular 1990 Williams title. Uh, Pedretti Gaming, Team Pinball, Fast Pinball, Pin Sound, and Planetary Pinball Supply work together to develop the Funhouse Rudy's Nightmare kit which comes with a new fast pinball WPC 89 replacement CPU board, a new pin sound board with all the audio content, a replacement mystery mirror, which contains an LCD display to show that's, that's redundant an LCD to show the dynamic content and uh, a complete new speaker panel with 14 inch color LCD. We're not going to say display and a new speaker system. It's killing Kevin right now. <laughs> and a new translate and interior artwork details, decals. Um, so yeah, it's, a, it's, you're bringing a whole new rule set, new art, new display, new sound. Uh, it's got a, a display that goes over the scoop. It remi- kind of reminds me of the phone on dialed in. Yeah. Um, that's going to bring a bring a, a screen to the play field. Um, same play field. That's too, but you know, the thing about that is the, those games, like, there was like a, maybe a few of them that were clear-coded, but those games are like beat up kind of on the play field because they're not clear-coded. So it's kind of a shame to get this. I mean, it's cool, right? Yeah. But on this game, you're, you're sort of, you're, your game might be a little beat. Mm-hmm. You got this kit, so it's 
I don't know. They got a really that's nice cool. one for the photos of this, but there's some of the some of the modes. Yeah, that's cool. Um, looks really neat. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, like you want you want to see the the video. New graphics. Oh my god, new graphics. <laughs> How about a hot dog? It's going nowhere fast. Yeah, sorry, sorry, <laughs> listeners. Uh, so yeah, you can check that out. I think it's like $2,500, $2,700. By the way, I hope you do have some more media um, timed up for our, uh, when we talk about things there, later There's on. There's good stuff coming. You okay. stick around. All right, yeah. all right. <laughs> Getting ahead of myself. All right. So that's Funhouse 2.0, Rudy's Nightmare. Uh, looks cool. Looking forward to playing that someday. I don't have a Funhouse, so I won't be getting it. But maybe you do, and you want to upgrade it. You can do that now. Uh, Multimorphic's got some updates. Uh, the, the first one is this enhanced flipper kit. So surprise, surprise. Uh, I've been beta testing this since before Sorcerer's Apprentice. So uh, you've played with this already unknowingly. Oh my goodness. I was, I was under NDA not to discuss it, but uh, it adds uh, end of stroke switches and there's also firmware and software updates to improve the, uh, the, 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 the flippiness of the flippers, the strength, the accuracy. Um, there's less knockdown. Uh, if there's a powerful shot out of a scoop, it's not going to like knock the, the flippers back at all. Uh, really cool stuff. Uh, makes I, I noticed an immediate upgrade in uh, in the accuracy and strength of the shots. So um, where for example, like I used to almost exclusively backhand the ramps on heist, and now I can nail them on the forehand. And so it was it was like if you watch me do the the run that where I got through the whole game, I got uh, from start to finish through the big heist and everything. That was with these new flippers. So it definitely helped me out um, getting through all those. <laughs> all those uh those modes in that game uh it does not apply to the upper flipper so it, th- it made no difference on the cross down shot uh what i did on there was i adjusted the kick out um from the that uh launch so it, it was it's a nicer feed to the upper flipper now so that that helped with that um very good uh very good upgrade there from from multimorphic um you can you can go read the uh the news release with a uh this is this is the best best quote right here though that guy has good thing, good things to say. All right, the other thing is uh, they launched some new uh, cabinet artwork. This is um, if you want to just have a all encompassing P three artwork on your package versus uh, on your machine versus something that's specific to a game. You can get this as they call this the the system core art. I really like this. It's like a it's like kind of like you're looking inside the the, the mechs of the P three. Uh, it's it's very uh, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of Halo or like. Robotech or something like that. Cool stuff. Uh, you can grab that from multimorphic.com. And what else we got? What's next? We got Stern. Stern released some code updates. You have personal experience with these code updates. So right before Thanksgiving, they dropped a whole bunch of code. And um, some of it did good stuff and some of it didn't. Then they can go fuck itself. <laughs> so here's my experience. So... Uh... I, I went home to visit my family on Monday, and I helped my my dad unbox his first uh, new pinball machine that he got, which is uh, Led Zeppelin Premium. So we got that set up, and then the very next day, I see a code drop for Led Zeppelin Premium and a bunch of other yeah. games. I was like, "Wow, what? This is amazing timing!" Because it's funny the the previous Led Zeppelin code 
dropped the day that I got my game delivered. So this is, I was like, wow, this is fantastic. And my dad says to me, he's like, shouldn't you wait to uh, update it and make sure there's no issues with that? I was like, nah. I go, there never is. I've never, I've never like had a code drop and had an issue on a pinball machine ever. And I've, and I've got to figure that they've had this code done for a while because they released like eight games or something ridiculous, right? This is like their big Thanksgiving code drop. So, of course, you put it on, and it fucked up the main toy in the game. The main toy, the, the one toy in the game, the, the Magic Spinner, it messed it up where, like, it starts releasing. When it, when it comes up from underground with the ball, um, you're supposed to hit it off, but it was just releasing. So I didn't know what was going on. I thought that there was something wrong with our brand new game. So I start tearing into that, trying to figure out what's going on. And and then finally I look on the forums and sure enough, they, they, they broke it. The, the one thing, and the only reason I updated it, like the only real thing in that, I mean, there's like node board stuff, but the only other like code thing really was they put the seizure mode back in the game, which I was excited about. But uh, I broke the main feature. So we had a broken, you know, non, non-functioning game. Uh, the way it should uh, for Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Good job. Thank you, Stern. I guess they also broke um, uh, Black Knight sort of rage too. So um, they, it looks like they fixed that today. There's a code update, but Led Zeppelin still messed up. So don't update Led Zeppelin uh, until they fix that. There you go. Good job, Stern. Yeah, nicely done. Um, so yeah, we uh, they they just dropped another uh, code update. Oh yeah, sound is fine. Okay, thanks. Um, where it had uh, Aerosmith, and what was the other one? They fixed Led Zeppelin, was that the other? Or no, Black Knight was the one that they fixed. Um, the other uh, code update was we had some new Pirates of the Caribbean beta code. So uh, the, there was like a code update that dropped like a year ago that a few of us got access to. They've added that to the public beta. Now, if you... If you're not familiar with that, if you have your uh, JJP game uh, connected to the internet, then you can uh, opt into beta updates. And if you do that, you can download the beta and uh, get that up- update that we got like a year or so ago. Plus, uh, they've, they've made some new t- changes and tweaks. Um, so it's got Scorbit and, and the, the Wi-Fi connectivity in there and everything now. Uh, it doesn't have the final wizard mode yet, but they're working on it, so... Um, you can get one step closer to finish code on pirates after all this time we were making some progress everybody um and then so that those are your your, your big code updates i uh, want to give a couple shout outs to uh, a couple friends of the channel the first one is um this is a pinball the gra- a graphic history of the silver ball from john chad so john chad uh he was one of the first uh here let me, let me show you here so way back in the day I got a copy of Drop Target the Zine. Oh, I had those back in the yeah, day. Yeah, this is by John Chad and Alec Longstreth. This is number one because I'm an OG. Let me I got, see that one. I got, I got more upstairs. Uh, but yeah, I think I have this too. Way back when I was like really getting heavy into the pinball scene, I was like, oh, this is cool. Let me grab that. So uh, I grabbed one of those. And then uh, I, he hadn't, I hadn't heard from him much since they stopped doing that. They did like an omnibus version of that where they put all the zines into one big book. Uh, but this is a, a brand new publication from John, uh, where he here. Let me show. I can show you over here. Um, if we click this, I can, it shows you some of the some of the art inside. Very cool stuff. Uh, comic book style history of pinball. Um, he gave us a digital copy of it. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, but I'm confident this is a this is a great item to to pick up. It's a 25 bucks for a hardcover uh, book. So just 
Just give it a search. It's called Pinball, A Graphic History of the Silver Ball by John Chad, and uh, and check it out. It's not coming out until February 8th? Oh. Where you, oh, yeah, on sale two eight. So you can pre-order it now, I guess. So. Okie dokie. There you go. The other thing is uh, our good friend Charles Acosta over at Pinball Photos launched a new shirt. Look at that. He's looking very handsome in that shirt. And uh, it's super soft. I had, He sent me one uh, free of charge. And I was like, oh, we'll give you a shout out on the show. And I can show you here. If we go over here. So it's got, it's got this like scared stiff style um, uh, embroidered front. It says pinball photos. And on the back is a cool uh, illustration, like pinball playfield style illustration. It's like super, it's, it feels like you're wearing a blanket when you put it on. It's super, super nice, soft. And um, this would be nickname approved, I think. For the, that's like maybe like a winter. Yeah. Winter t-shirt. Exactly. Um, it, it, they do run a little small though. So if you order one, I would order at least the size up. Uh, to make sure it fits good, uh, or unless you're like, uh, if you're if you're nice and fit like Charles is here, you you, you can get away with it. But if you, if you got a couple extra pounds on you, if wanna, you're your average order, pinball player, order, you yeah. want to go size up <laughs> or uh, order up. But he, <laughs> we were talking to him about these, and he he, he gets them made in uh, a factory that they actually make the shirts from scratch. So he, he's like so obsessed with the quality of it. He's like, yeah. it's like a, he was searching all over, it and they they make these shirts from scratch. Uh, they do a really good job. So check out Charles. He's got other awesome. Uh, products too like i know you were looking at some of this oh shit pinball shower curtains oh yeah hold on <laughs> hold on you need a shower curtain oh Nick? click on it. i want to see all it all right all right we're going shopping everybody look at that holy shit i know what martha's getting for christmas oh shh. i hope she's not <laughs> listening <laughs> i hope she i i don't want to just show up with that i gotta i i gotta just show her and be like yeah, yeah. <laughs> pinball shower curtain do, do your holiday shopping here at uh, pinball pinballphotos dot com. You can get your shirts. There we go. Here. Now we're talking. Uh, I have some uh, some coasters from him. He does really good work. So we like Charles. He's a good dude. Uh, awesome. So good friends of the channel. All right. Uh, are we ready for some pinball misadventures? Absolutely. All right. So Nick, you are our uh, unofficial deep root correspondent. Actually, I think our uh, official deep root correspondent is Blueberry Johnson from Pinside. He is. He's been he's been hooking us up with some the the hot tips. On Deep Root. Um, so I, I just pulled up a post that I thought was interesting. He's been dumping this thread full of, of Deep Root info. He's got, apparently, he's got contacts at Deep Root and they're sending him all sorts of stuff. So this is, this is great. Yeah, this is, this is the game that was supposed to be. Remember when they talked about they were going to be upgrading uh, Space Cadet? Apparently, this is what it was. Looks nothing like Space Cadet. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, is that the manga going to come up in the center or something? Yeah, Look at that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and there's like racks. I don't know. I don't know any of those. So what did you read of the, so you sent us a few emails. What did you read of those emails? And was there anything like that stuck out to you? I will just kind of summarize it. What, I, what I'll do maybe next time is, is go through it again and just kind of have like some bullet points of just how bad this is. But just like, Oh, I like this one. <laughs> put Robert and deep root into a nutshell. I mean, Robert's just, complete sociopath narcissist right and like he had so much money and they didn't even produce a game and it, it, he had like people scrambling to do stuff and then they would like can, like they were his team would always push to try to complete something and he'd be like no 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 or change this he'd always be changing things and saying things differently and then moving on to something else so it's like it's really bizarre like he like never wanted to release a game like i don't think he i don't think that he really never wanted to release a game but he kept on like 
tweaking and changing things and obviously he didn't know what the hell he was doing. Uh, so I can only imagine how frustrating it, it is to work at that place because they had so much money that he stole. Um, they had people actually doing some work and then uh, nothing got done. You know, I mean, that's just he wasted space, wasted facilities, building like the auditorium to show off the stuff. It is just like, just a level of incompetence. Like this guy had millions and millions of dollars and he could not produce a pinball machine, which is just the craziest thing ever. You have people producing pinball machines in their basement and, and selling it and he couldn't even do that. So that's the story a, a, a deeper in a nutshell. Like that's the, the, that's the cliff notes, like just some bizarre thing about him just could not put out anything to market. Yeah. So I like this. I like this. If you're watching the, uh, the podcast, the video version, this must've been uh food, food truck. truck right? Yeah. Yeah. It's got the deep root soda sign and there's deep root root beer. It, and, and like, why didn't they just call it deep root beer? You know, <laughs> that would have been great. Deep root orange, deep root cola, deep root root beer. Deep root. Well, root I mean, that's just, you know, like that's just a sticker and yeah. stuff. This is not, uh, but there's like everything, everything's just like, like a tinkering and yeah. designs and just, I don't know, overcomplicating things and yet not getting anything done or just like finding the most expensive boards and not going with simple options or like they'll order something and then Robert would say that's not good enough. So then they'll have to like scrap it and order things again. And just like phenomenal, phenomenal waste of time and money, a phenomenal waste of talent, resources, money, and all money that was stolen too. It's just... There needs to be a documentary on this. This is unbelievable stuff. There's somebody down here I want to show. Uh, where is it? Right here. So this was Gladiator was the game that was supposed to be based on 3D Space Cadet. Uh, it says, features based on 3D Space Cadet layout, first virtual table converted to a physical layout. Subways galore. So here's here's Space Cadet, right? There's Space Cadet. And then there, <laughs> it looks nothing like it. Nothing yeah. like it. You've got like... So you can see sort of like there's like the little upper play field here on the right um, that it's kind of like that, but it's on the left on <laughs> Space Cadet. It, I don't know. It's, just, it's it's nothing like it. There you go. Yeah, his stupid, uh, his stupid like raising the glass thing. Mm-hmm. That's so dumb. Like, first of all, I, I couldn't own one of his games. Well, I can't own his games because they don't exist. But let's say in the hypothetical world, he actually shipped a game and that was the system. I wouldn't be able to lift the, the glass off. I wouldn't be able to get the glass up on my ceilings and to get the play field up whatsoever. Yeah. It so be, it's a non-starter. It would be a total, total, total mess. We might have a solution for that for that later, though. Maybe. <laughs> we might. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Not quite yet, though. So that's Un- that's your summary of Deep Root. Uh, Saul Hudson says, so we're not getting Raza. Is that official? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say yes, you're not. You're never getting a Raza. You never, ever get a Raza, Saul Hudson. I don't know where you've been, but you ain't never getting it. You were never getting it. We said it for years, and we were right. So Yeah, go back a couple episodes where we had uh, where we had uh, Robert on the cover image on YouTube. Uh, that's the one where we – Robert's going to be in jail, first of all, Yeah, because he just ruined the lives of so many retirees and uh, and other people along the way. Basically, anybody who got swept up in his bullshit has, has just been – hurt or damaged in some way yeah <laughs> is it too late to pre-order though i mean go right ahead if you want but it's you know pre-order at your own <laughs> risk we told you we told you yeah all right so our other uh, our, our new favorite uh 
quote unquote Here we pinball go. company. Oh, this so, is re- this is refreshing. See, like Raza, I'm like getting yeah. tired. Like I'm I'm coming alive now. This is fresh. <laughs> yeah. That, here we go. That was just like we got to talk about here it. Here we go. This is the this is the juicy yeah. stuff here. So here we got Ian. Nick's Nick's a my, real insider. My man Ian. He uh, Nick joined the the mailing list, right? Oh, I'm in the, I'm on the mailing list. I'm up in that fucking thread on pin side, <laughs> chiming away, not holding back. Did you join the Ballarama Pinball Enthusiast Facebook group yet? Not yet, because I like because then it will make 11 members of that Facebook group, and I want to keep them as solid. 10 for now <laughs> there it is the new facebook group alert there's a ball around well, let's see the description no, no go back I need, I need to uh, i need to make this fit better all right all right so this is another thing that i just noticed today so ballarama has a facebook group page all right but then they also have another facebook page which is uh like a ballarama pinball enthusiast page there's already a pinball enthusiast page there's actually multiple ones of that and they've created another one you just come and talk about pinball doesn't be Ballarama. It could be any pinball because we don't have any outlets or forums to do that. <laughs> so they've attracted 10 people since uh, June or July. Congratulations, Ballarama. That's in- indicative of, of your uh, decisions that you're making. So How many of those do you think are Ballarama employees? Oh, there's family and employees and, and um, what's it, Natalie. <laughs> yeah, they're marketing. The, the marketing. Who's bilking them. <laughs> yeah, totally. Natalie is the biggest bilker ever. All right, let's, let's – I, I got to show my favorite um, – is it them well, taking shit out of the box? No, no, no. My favorite oh. is the pros and cons of using Kickstarter. <laughs> look at the look at the graphics. It's look like, at how ugly that it, is. Look, it's like like Windows uh, three point one, but it blue and red. Is know. that a oh, God? All right, are we ready? The pros Bilking. and cons of using Kickstarter funding. Pro: the manufacturer has funds up front. Con: the buyer pays up front. That's a big con. Okay, yeah, that's a big con. Pro: monies can't be withdrawn, so causing a halt. Con. Buyers can't get refunded money. Yeah, that seems There's like a lot a, of cons. Seems like a con. Yeah. Pro, Kickstarter. Emphasis on con, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Let's focus on that word a little bit and deconstruct it. They're telling you right now what's going on, people. Kickstarter can provide, this is a pro. Kickstarter can provide a cheaper source of funds for investors. Over investors, sorry. Uh, con, must pay a Kickstarter. This is Ballarama telling us how Kickstarter works. This is great. <laughs> Thanks. Take notes, people. Pro, manufacturer has control of the business as no other investors. Con, harder to confirm enough buyers so Kickstarter funding fails. All or nothing. You're not reading it right, Kevin. Let me try the next slide. Okay. Pro, manufacturer doesn't need to transfer share ownership to investors. Con, no ongoing investor assistance. <laughs> Nailed it. Is this yeah, that's life? I'm in sales, <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, that, there's, oh this, yeah, I like she, that one too. Natalie. She's, she's on the... On the uh, the Ballarama thread, somebody, somebody had some, like yeah, somebody <laughs> found the Adobe stock photo that she yeah. had in front of yeah, and then the post on Pinside was like uh, like there's so much brainstorming ideas going on. There's like there's nothing else in the office. Yeah. It's just a whirlwind of brainstorming ideas. <laughs> so, so much brainstorming. So much. Brain- is there uh, Robert? Uh, sorry, uh, Robert. I was a Freudian slip. Ian. <laughs> Ian had a video of him taking some fucking pinball parts out of a box that he got from like Marcos or Pinball Life or something. They didn't put that on Instagram, otherwise I'd show it. But it's like two minutes of him just yeah. pulling like a small box, like pulling out is a pop bumper. Here's the plunger, some shit. Like, all right, like dude, like what, what, what is the point? Who told you to do that? Did Natalie tell you to do that? She's bilking you. This, this one's pretty coming good. for you, Natalie. This one's pretty good. The the ballerama. What's coming in December? Are you ready to get hyped for what's coming in December? Oh, kind of, yeah. because it's content for our podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> we bring you Heidi, our assistant artistic dire- director, with a reintroduction. So gonna, she's getting reintroduced. They're going to reintroduce Heidi. The the re- the, the intro was just <laughs> Heidi is basically helping his wife who needs help 
doing designs on their non-existent pinball machines. Okay. So, but we're gonna we're gonna meet Heidi again. Andy, an introduction to our chief Muso. Do you know what that is? And sound engineer. Is that like a music person? I have no idea what a Muso is. Mm-hmm. I, I read that and I was like, maybe I'm the only one who doesn't know what a Muso is. But Kevin is an educated gentleman. We're, we're a small town. He's a music guy. Maybe he knows. Um, hopefully he's in chat. He can, he can fill us in. Uh, later we include a snippet of some music he's put together to match. I like how it's just Andy. It doesn't they're Andy. Not, like he's he's so good that he doesn't have a last name. <laughs> You're just supposed to know who's he like is. fucking share? Like, you know, <laughs> no name, just Andy. All right. All right. We explain our association with Backbox Games, who will supply our electronics, software, and coding. They will also advise us on game design and rule set. So who's designing your game? Yeah, so basically Backbox <laughs> Games is making your game. Yeah. So they're doing everything? What are you just facilitating this scam? <laughs> Barbie and Ian. They also have a few videos. Barbie and Ian's story. Bumps we've had along the way. and how that's In- Including probably this podcast is a bump. <laughs> <laughs> Barb is an artist. And just a few, a few bloopers just for fun. I think the whole thing's a blooper, so I can't imagine what they've designated as a blooper in their eyes. It's, it's British for musician. Muso. Okay. Okay. So they're, they're, getting, they're right. getting fancy. We'll even drop in a couple of seasoned... Seasoned greetings. Seasoned... Is this, sp- is this spicy? <laughs> they're, they're gonna, they're I don't want anything spicy for my tummy, especially gonna, late at night. So I don't want their seasoned greenies before I go to bed. Are they going to marinate them? Like, what's going on? Oh, maybe they're marinating them. <laughs> they, I don't know. They've been marinating all November, and they're ready to, to <laughs> unleash the seasoned greenies. All right, all the seasons. <laughs> to celebrate uh, the time of the year with a smile. Enjoy. So Seasoned. Ah. <laughs> uh. Ah, uh, I didn't see that coming. That's that's good, Kevin. I like how, enjoy. enjoy. We are. We are. Thank you, Barbanian. Thank you, Natalie. You guys are crushing it. Stupid fucking PowerPoint. Season greeting. Did they have hashtag man cave on there? Oh, yeah. Let's look at the hashtags. Look at all that. That screams like I went to, I Googled um, arcade uh, hashtags used on Instagram. Top, top arcade related hashtags on Instagram. And they, they copied it. Barbanian is probably, why are they so mean? Well,. <laughs> If you don't know why, then you're you're that clueless. This is the point. It's like everything you're doing is reeks of some people are calling it a con. I don't think it's a con. I don't think you're terrible people, but I think that you've not done any research and I think you're you're overly naive somehow. But here's here's where this becomes a con or here this is where you're culpable for for what's ahead. Um whether that's, you know, loss to people who put faith in you or your own time, energy and money. It's the fact that you're active on Pinside. Maybe you've heard this podcast. I heard you interviewed on the pod, on another podcast, and that podcaster asked some 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 decent questions and t- that should highlight concerns. And you don't seem to pick up on any of them. Like you, people are throwing very valid concerns. They're saying, "Look at what's happened to uh, in pinball in the last ten years with these companies trying to go down the same path. Look how upset people are. Of uh, 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 this model doesn't work. You know, try to do it another way. Create a uh, create a prototype. Do that." Spend your own, spend your own money. Just create a prototype. Put up what's out. Put, create something first to see, and then ask people to invest in it. The the road you're going down is wrong, but you guys are going full steam ahead. You're saying no, 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 no. We got this. This is when it becomes a a, a, a scam or a grift or whatever you call it, because people are telling you this and you're not listening. So there you go. Yeah, it's, the, on pin side, he so he responded and it was like, well, we can either do it. Or do it like this or not do it at all. And everybody's like, oh, don't do it at all. How about not doing it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No one's asking for it. Here's what's fucking crazy, Kevin. All right. So their game is $10,000. The game that is going to be a space theme, I guess. 
That's what I garnered. Is that from uh, your insider info? No, I think it was on the podcast. They alluded to a space scene. They're like, oh, they're like, oh it might be a, sp-, you know, like something yeah. like with the okay. art. Um, all right, so you're going to put on a, a non-licensed space theme, and it's going to be $10,000. I want you to ask this. How the hell are you going to make a game better than Godzilla? Because that's what you're competing against. And Godzilla's not even $10,000. You can get one for $6,600 Pro. How are you going to make a game that competes with that? How are you going to make a game where you've never designed a game that a game that you're competing against a game that's cheaper, that's designed by maybe possibly the best pinball player ever, who maybe will be one of the best designers, if not the best designer ever. He's like four for four on designs and people love his designs. How are you going to compete with that? How are you going to compete with with Stern, who has been in, in business for 30 plus years, right? Um, who manufactured... God knows how many games. How are you going to compete with that? How are you going to compete with the artists? How are you going to compete with the people who have decades of rule knowledge? How are you going to compete with that and have the nerve to charge more? An Elan licensed space theme game. Are you crazy? If you can't answer those questions, then stop what you're doing immediately. If you want to do something, get your feet wet, do a prototype. Put something out there. It takes time to, to hone your craft. You can't just be like, I played fucking pinball in uni and I like it. And, I, and I'm in a hobby in a league or something, that's not enough, man. You can't then go out and ask people for money and say you're going to create 300 games that are more expensive. You have no value proposition. If you were creating a game that's three or $4,000 somehow, which is just not doable, especially with what's going on in the world supply chain, but if you, that would be your value proposition. Hey, we want to create a game okay, that is going to be cheaper than, than Stern or everything else out there, all right? I think there's a market for that. Okay, now you have maybe some attention. You're still going about it wrong by trying to take money on Kickstarter, but you have no value proposition. You're you're nobody. You have no pinball experience other than you like it. You've never designed a game. You've never built a game. Your game costs more than your competitors who are professionals in the market. You've got nothing. Like, this is the craziest thing. So maybe you'll find some, some fools to throw money at you. I have no idea. But listen to what people are telling you. Build a prototype. If, you, if you're passionate about pinball, that's great. That's great. Build a prototype. Spend your time and money doing that. Invest your own time and money if you believe in yourself and what you got. Okay? Your wife can still do the art for it. You could still maybe find source people to do the music. Put it together and then wow us. Look at all the other people who have put games together, who just toiled year after year. Keith Elwin, his first game was a, a, a project game, and then Stern picked it up and made it. Now he's got a job there. All right? We see Legends of Aha was a game that a couple guys made. And it was good and it got picked up by, by, by uh, um, American Pinball, right? Scott Denisi made a game, uh, Total Nuclear Annihilation, got picked up by Spooky. All right? They spent years doing that. They didn't go out and ask for money. They, they proved that they had something that was of value and now their games got made. Do that if you like pinball that much. And that way you take on way less risk. You're not risking people's money. Stop with your, your delusional fantasy. Hey, Amen. We'll talk more about that. I know you won't. And that's good for me and Kevin because then we have content and I love making fun of you guys. So keep it up, Barbanian. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. My big issue is like is it's the pre-order thing. You can't do pre-order pinball anymore. After after we've been taking it for a ride so many times, uh, you know, b- between uh, Big Lebowski and Predator and uh, what Alien, it, it, the list goes on and on. Deep Root. You can't do this model anymore. <laughs> getting deep rooted is verb. Yeah, we, we're not going to get deep rooted anymore. 
even like JJP, they they were funded backed on the the pre orders of of Waz, and it was hard. Well, and even it took them a long time to to get that game to come out. Even Ship B made a prototype before they were scamming people out of their money. Yeah, it's true. Barb and Ian don't even have the the the. They won't even do that. I know. They're trying to scam people first before even producing anything. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like we're gonna do a Kickstarter for a game <laughs> that we don't know what it's gonna be yet. Why would you give any money to that? It's it's like the uh, who who are the guys making the pinball gremlins game? Remember that one, dude? It's like they they've well, it's like they're new to the hobby and they have not done any research. <laughs> God. And then, but the worst thing is now that people are telling them they're still moving full steam ahead. It's right. not like hey, you're right. I I get it. We're gonna do this, and that's how you okay. That's how you build some credibility, right? Like yep. okay, you might get people rooting for you. People root for people who are doing these home projects and prototypes. That's that's cool. I don't know. Whatever. Don't listen. You're not going to listen to us. Nelly's going to keep on taking your money. Keep it coming. It's content for us. It works. All right. Speaking All right. speaking of <laughs> speaking of content. You know what? This guy is a this guy is ahead though of of Balarama. Balarama is on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz this guy's not asked for any money from anybody. No, he is not. But he has blown through his own money, which God bless him. What's, what's funny is I saw uh, the thread for this on Pinside today, and it was like, oh, I've never been to that new thread. pinball adventures game, Punny Factory revealed. Uh, and it was like December 2019 was when it was revealed. So here we are, two years later. Is that a good thread? Should I spend some time in there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. You, <laughs> right. you love it. If you if you like right. if you like Ballarama, you're gonna love pinball if you, adventures. If you like Ballarama, <laughs> then you're gonna love pinball adventures. <laughs> so pinball adventures, if you're not familiar with. Uh, the, apparently they're making 13 pinball machines at once uh we we've seen punny factory we've talked about it a bunch on this this, this is like the one they're they're starting out with it's, it's this their is, big launch this is, is this is this is like he's coming out yeah. you know uh, uh uh i don't know guns a blazing yep. punny factory this is it boom then we have elements with a snake in the glass snake that's it. whack which yeah, we do. I tried to click on that with whack, but their website's so whack that it will. It took me to uh, sushi, uh, sushi mania. Sushi mania, yeah. Which is definitely. I'm not one yeah, to say. Not, you know, something people like use the word racist a lot to play, and sometimes it's like liberally used too much. That's pretty racist. I look at the art on that, and like, <laughs> good luck with that, sir. Oh, that that takes us to that's whack. It's that backwards. is whack, though. You that, think? Oh, oh you shit! Think you think you it's meta? You think they did it on? You purpose? think he's like, yeah? <laughs> oh, imagine. Imagine if this. All right, so when you go to his website and you click oh on that's God, whack, that's, that's bad. Yeah, that, that is bad. This is, dude. This guy's trolling. So Come on, <laughs> tell me. This, this is uh this is a mockumentary. Oh my God, you cannot make this. Well, you can't. They're never gonna make this pinball machine. But why would you look make this at art that and think it's good? And like, this is a product I'm going to release, and people are gonna love it. That's like the 1920s racist Asian cartoon style. That's drawing. somebody in chat said. That's like the World War II yes. propaganda. Yes, yeah. he's like he's looking through stuff. He's like, you know, I really like this art style. This is that World War II. That that. Is, yeah. Who, who drew this? Maybe they're still alive. I can I can yeah. commission them to do some art for me. Oh my God. Oh God. Whoa! I gotta get that off the screen. <laughs> That's bad. It's not us. Dude, we do not advocate for that. I'll give you the guy's address and then what his contact info. Go to go. Uh, Pinball Adventures. There yeah, go. there you go. There's head office. Head office. There you go. Uh, email to him. Sales at pinballadventures.com. Tell him how much you love that artwork. <laughs> I'm sure your your email won't get buried because there's not many going in there. Yeah. Uh, oh, but but so we've seen we've seen like he's had flyers of these games up forever and we've talked about them before. What's but, the hold on? What's the ninja? There's an the Forsaken Ninja. Oh no, that that one's new. That one's new. It's coming soon. Forsaken Ninja Pinball Machine. Who do we got? Build yourself up to the highest level of ninjutsu and defeat the evil samurai. Become an expert in the five styles of fighting before facing the samurai. Gather your weapons by hitting drop targets, loops, and locks. You mean play pinball? Yeah. <laughs> the, the unique one-of-a-kind playfield. 
you that's rep- that's redundant too. It's either unique yeah. or one of a kind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're really really selling this. Uh, interactive Temple Bridge is the perfect setting for your. That kind of sounds like the bridge on. Um, Godzilla, maybe. Uh, the perfect setting for your battle to take place. Taking this pinball machine to the next level. Realistic rooftops, shingles of an old village with a massive oh. samurai bash toy guarding the gates. Can you master the way of the ninja? This guy's like another Robert, too. He's just like, yeah. he's not, doesn't he have one game out of the gate and he's got like six more lined up? Oh, John, John K. It's like five minutes from where I live. Dude, you got to go You gotta go be our man on the ground. Man on the ground. Investigate. We'll give you a microphone. That's all you need. And a, and a press badge from Buffalo Pinball. <laughs> That's right. uh, maybe that I'll, might get you, I'll, not get I'll, you in. I'll whip you up one. Not to go undercover. So it, this this machine consists of a, a paragraph of text and some... And some, some art that, that I don't he, even... he searched for on... Yeah, on Google, I guess. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's Forsaken Ninja. Uh, but here we go. This is <laughs> this is also Doctor Blueberry Johnson. Shout out to yeah. him. He's he's our guardian angel, man. He uh he gave us a heads up about like their their up- updated website today. So I, yeah. I had actually seen this before. I, I, but I'm glad he sent it. To, You're gonna to play Prophecy. the the pinball pl- pause one, right? For the viewers. Well, well we got We got to go to the. Sh- well, let's see. Pinball the pin- pause. You got, can you play that? Uh, let me see. That's it, the. Have you listened to this? I. I uh, hold on. Hold on. Don't play yet. Don't okay. play yet. Have you listened to it? Um, <laughs> uh, I. I don't think I listened to this one. I there was other ones. Oh Jesus, dude! All right. All right. So let me just tee this up. <laughs> so this guy to. We should talk about what this is first. Okay. We'll, we'll spend time on... We'll, we'll go quickly through some of the other ones. Yeah. We'll spend time on this one. So this guy <laughs> has like these inventions from Pinball Adventures. And you can see on his website. And his, these are like inventions that nobody really asked for. He's solving problems that aren't really problems. Or not major problems that people have. And anyways, his, instead of like just having a video, like a 20-second video on the, on the product, he has a still like picture... And I couldn't figure out what was going on at first, but I think this is supposed to be, yeah, it's supposed to be Andrew Dice Clay. Look, at, it's supposed to be, I'm going to put this in quotes. So somebody doing an Andrew Dice Clay impression for over two minutes on a product that is, a, it's called Pinball Pause. So I'm just going to let this speak for itself. And I'm going to warn you guys for, for two minutes, I don't, it's very cringeworthy. I, in my book, maybe you like this humor. I, I I'm just gonna we're gonna we're gonna let Disclaimer. it do its thing. Disclaimer. We'll come back in two minutes and we'll discuss. Okay, picture this. You're having a great game of pinball and your phone starts to ring. Oh, or there's someone knocking at your goddamn front door. Did you have a wish? You had an extra hand? Well, when you need someone to help hold your balls, that's where we come in. The Pinball Poise is a lightweight magnetic tool that provides a safe, secure place to cradle your balls. Made of solid-casted plastic, its unique shape and powerful tip now gives you the muscle to hold that flipper up. You'll now be able to blast through your competitors and easily deliver a rock-hard solid game. Important phone calls? No problem. Pause your balls. Expecting a package? No problem. Pause your balls. Got a hand cramp? No problem. Pause your balls! Bet you right! 
It's as easy as one going bang, bang. Just pawns your balls. Out, out. So what are you doing if one fun? fun? We'll have, we'll have, have a shooter, shooter, bang, 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 bang. Let us hold Let your pools. pools. And we'll make sure you don't know that high school again. How many how many minutes of uh, cheering is uh, there in there? All right, <laughs> I'm sorry. I warned you guys. That was all that, right. That was really bad. So this genius thinks that this is how he markets this stupid product. It's uh, uh, two minutes of a uh, terrible Andrew Dice Clay impression by. First of all, Andrew Dice Clay is not British, but you wouldn't know that from this impression. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a thirty dollar piece of shit. Um, what is uh, it's 3D, a three D printed magnet. Then if you look at the pictures, I don't even think it works on some of the games. Like, look at how like that. So it works on it works old on Data East with if you have uh, like it would work on your Zeppelin because you have yeah. metal armor on it. But if you don't, then it wouldn't work. Yeah, it's so stupidly designed. This guy doesn't know what he's doing. That it works on like you know five percent of the machines out there. It's on his. It works on his Data East Star Wars though. Yeah, it's literally a magnet that pushes the. Look the at the Simpsons down. one. Is it the Stern Simpsons one? Wait, where oh. is it? Um. I'll just can I yeah there we go. Is there? A, oh, look, right, at, look at look at look at that's not how Stern Simpsons is. No, no. he had to add a thing on <laughs> oh, there no. just to that's, have a pause that's, thing. That's Data East Simpsons. That's why. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah, that's why. No, I think. Oh, no, it is. Look at the side art's different. Yeah, that's. Oh, you're right. East. All yeah. right, so he invented a thing that works on early '90s Data East games. Congratulations. And, and your LEs that you're gonna want to scratch up with a magnet. Yeah, and he, so he's got a <laughs> two minute video on that because Martha's like Martha's like. Nick, you go to the bathroom more than anybody I know, and this is never an issue for you. <laughs> it's it's true. How good is this guy that he's playing so long on one ball that he's he's like, oh, I gotta pause it. Yeah, you, wouldn't you just wait until you drained and then be like, all right, I'll go to the bathroom now. Imagine somebody's at the door and like you're fumbling around. Try, hold on, I got this perfect solution. Hold on, I'm just, let me just trap it. Let me see if I can trap up. Okay, let me get my magnet out. Let me put the magnet. Let me see if I can just do MacGyver move where I I slip I, I slip that over and I move my finger to say, yeah. oh, there oh, we go. Oh, she's gone. He's gone. <laughs> All right. That's pinball pause. All right. What's next? He's got a whole slew of these inventions. We got the, the pinball wedge. Let's check that out. Let's not listen to it. This is no. a one minute Cheech and Chong Cheech impression, and Chong. which is actually better than the other one, which is not saying anything. Go right to the product page. <laughs> this one's my favorite. Pinball wedge? <laughs> like, what the hell is are you too stupid? Here's my here's my uh, uh, pitch for you. Are you too stupid to remove your pinball machine uh, pinballs from your pinball machines when you lift up the pinball playfield? Then pinball wedges for you, dummy. There you go. Here it is. There it is. That's how it works. You put a little nub, a 3D printed nub there. <laughs> <laughs> Only thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. <laughs> here's an idea. You can just stick a fucking microfiber towel in there, yeah, wedge it in there. You just stick a rag. Free. There. Whatever your rag is that you're cleaning, free. <laughs> thirty bucks for a nub. Yeah. Look at that box it comes in though. That's fancy. It's like yeah, a, that's a nice tin. It's like a little tin that he got his candy out of. That's a nice tin. Oh god. Look at this. this is, what an invention. What what a masterpiece. You think him and him and uh him and Robert oh, shit, we're giving away the pinball boost. Like, <laughs> him him and him and him and Robert were in competition. Yeah. They really he's like rivals, you know. One's gates, one's one's jobs. 
you know? All right, let's go to Playfield Strong. <laughs> strong arm. Oh, he's got uh, Hulk Hogan on yeah, this Hulk one? Yeah, Hulk Hogan, yep. Yeah, yeah, all right, Pinball Strong. Strong arm. Strong arm. It's only 300 bucks. Oh, it's 109 109 So this is something that maybe Nick Lane could use. That's what Martha said. Do you, but do you think that would work for what I want? First of all, it's only holding up one side. It needs to be a double. I mean, we need two of them, potentially. Not really, because if you look at a prop on the bottom of the play field, it's only holding up one side, typically. Well, so could I lift up Pirates? Yeah. With one of those, you think? I think so. Hmm. This might, this, this might be a winner. You might have a winner. I don't... Wouldn't it, like, hold it, like... You know, like, when you hold a pinball up, you usually have to hold it with, with two, so it doesn't go sliding forward, right? Wouldn't it just, like... You, so you get it up, mm-hmm. and you put that there. Wouldn't it just go, like, sliding forward, though, no. on it? No. Because it, it, it's, it's, like... It's, like, holding... Here, let me switch it back. It's holding it at an angle, so, like, this. It's, it's like... Like here's your here's your play field, Whoop. and here's the wedge. It would it would hold it at an angle like that. Oh, you you, you would like prop you it put up it in the like middle. That. Yeah, you don't you wouldn't put it all the way up. I don't. But what's what's keeping it like when you pull it up and when you lock it in place and back, it's like locked in place, right? But it's not on, really. It's on rails that will slide back and forth. With like a JGP, you just like pull it up and whoop, and it just sits there like gravity holds it. But it's because you can't put your play field all the way up. You would hold it at an angle where it's like. Pointed down at the floor a little bit more, and it would hold it there. Um, I'm skeptical. All right, but somebody buy that and let me know <laughs> if it works. Somebody else try it. Somebody let try us, that. Let us know and let me know if that's the solution to all my problems of my low ceilings and could not be. being able to prop could my be. play field up. You could work on your games, maybe. I'm, I'm highly skeptical of everything this guy touches. So let's let's, let's zoom in on it here. Can we zoom in? That's your right, your right. zoom. There we go. Zoom in in hand. So let's let's see how this exactly works. One pole, one foot, one slim. Arm and foot. I want to see like so. Uh, yes, I see it at the bottom. The, of the picture's lake. bad. Like fucking. Where does it? It doesn't show it like in the cabinet, like where you put it in the cabinet. Right. Does it like sit on the bottom of the cabinet? Yeah, I, I think you're giving this guy too much credit. You I got, don't know. I don't know. Oh, it does say arm. This, this is a terrible logo. Before it was scrolled, uh, zoomed in, I couldn't see it said arm, but it's a playfield strong arm. Uh, Hundred nine dollars. All right, there you go. That's that's a strong arm. That was that's a maybe. That's a maybe. The upright and spin. What is? What the hell is this? It's ever rotisserie. So here they're doing a mic. Uh, was it row impression? Oh, okay, four hundred bucks for uh, uh four hundred dollars a, a vertical rotisserie. What? All right, it's like two metal shims. <sighs> but in the, look at that! Like the the part that's in there, you can't even work on because there's like you wouldn't be able to put anything in there. Yeah, and also is that is the play field protected? Is that going to fucking damage like you're going to scratch the shit out of the play field there? And if you if you if it's up like that, isn't that going to make the play field bow? It's bow, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I doubt that's like I doubt that's Again, is this I mean I don't do play field swaps, so maybe some I don't know what I'm talking about, right? So maybe <laughs> okay. Oh, it comes clamps. It comes with clamps you can get at Harbor Freight for 50 cents. Yeah. <laughs> what, what? No, this Look is Look at the, yeah. This is a bad idea. Bad idea. Four hundred dollars. No, you're like I do play field swaps and and hell no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I I figured as much. I, I just I can see that that's not my specialty, so I I, I want to be careful of what I say. But all right, we're saving the best for last though, because if you if you saw our social media uh, post today, where you were like, "What the hell is that big yellow thing?" Yeah, well, here it is. It's the pinball boost. Boosted. Uh, it's pinball features boosted, and it's got. Oh shit! I didn't even listen to this one. Is that Terminator? Should we listen to it? Well, it sounded weird before, so we'll do a little bit. Hey, hey, hey! You up? You up? Yeah, it's supposed to be the Terminator. Okay. 
<laughs> so the pinball boost, it's going to help you break. God, this thing is, but here we go. This don't thing is, don't have any friends or a stool. <laughs> and for a, only two hundred fifty dollars, the pinball boost is for you. Here's an overly complicated solution to a very simple problem. Yeah, that probably will fail and crush your pinball machine on it, make your pinball machine. That's exactly what Martha said. So yeah. when it pops, it crushes, and then your play field falls down. Yeah. And so here you go. Here's here's pinball ninja. You put the little like wedge thing underneath it, the the curved wedge. Uh, then you, you tip your machine down, and then you. <laughs> <laughs> you you it looks like it's gonna dig into this balloon <laughs> this fucking balloon oh my god yeah that metal part is just totally yeah. gonna put a hole in that balloon oh my god and then it's gonna pop and your pinball machine's gonna slam does this guy not here with a stool or a friend <laughs> right. this is not a fucking problem <laughs> not a problem that needs a 250 dollar 250 dollar solution this is crazy dude this, this is, is absolutely crazy. This is Robert's Robert level stuff. Like this is Robert reinventing the pin pod. The, yeah. The, the oh box. yeah. Do yeah. you imagine this guy and Robert like talking together? <laughs> like I would love to see those two guys just other invent. Put a microphone in front of him. <laughs> Listen, other podcasts. I don't want to have this guy on, on our show whatsoever. I mean, and he can come on knowing that we're going to be hostile towards his ideas and him, and that's fine. I'm not going to say no. Uh, but the ones that are more neutral, can you have him on and just figure out what's going on? I don't think he's been interviewed by anybody that I'm aware of. I don't think so. Don't and think don't, so. don't, 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 if, if you're the kind of podcast that's going to give him a platform and just, he has to say crazy shit and you're not going to ask follow-up questions, then don't do that either. <laughs> find the middle ground. Yeah, you're not going to find that. All right, so that those are our pinball misadventures. Uh, we have fun with those, but it's, it's also a cautionary tale for you folks out there, so proceed with caution. Uh, don't, don't throw these folks your money. Again, our, our long-standing advice, buy pinball machines that exist. Yeah. Prefer, preferably that you've played. It's funny that uh, that has to be a piece of advice. Buy yep. pinball machines that exist. <laughs> Not in somebody's head. That's right. Uh, all right, a couple of updates from the Buffalo area. We've got uh, the Fall Brawl this Saturday that's sold out. Uh, but it's our first like major tournament since the yeah since it's the a legit tournament it's sold out so yeah. there we go yeah looking forward the to first, that first first uh, IFPA tournament at Masuda Chow so yeah we've got because uh, we've got seven games there and we put a good a Godzilla there since yeah. the last podcast I think yep. so it's been mm-hmm. a long time all right yeah you got some new games there so you got uh, Led Zeppelin and yep. uh, Godzilla. just for Kevin yep yeah yep. my favorite Love you, you, Nick. you should know what to do now at I least do. I beat you at league so I you, you did I told you that would happen <laughs> I told you that would happen. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> of course it did of course it did um uh and uh i along with some of the other folks in uh the buffalo team i'll put the command in chat if, if i can click on the right thing uh the coin op classic uh me tuna and small town we're going to be doing challenges on pinball machines during the coin op classic marathon the pinball block starts at 10 p.m eastern this Saturday, December 4th, over at twitch.tv slash retro gaming live TV. Um, so this is a three-day marathon of classic arcade um, uh, speed runs, 1ccs, uh, showcases, things like that. And we bring a pinball block to it every year, and the, the classic gaming crew really really enjoys that. It's fun to, to bring pinball to a different audience, right? So this is a, a group that is traditionally into uh, retro classic gaming. That's right. Um, (laughs) You know who that is, right? I know who that is. Yeah, I know who that is. I made I made that command on purpose, by the way, because I knew, I knew. Um, (laughs) So yeah, if you want to join us, the pinball block starts at 10 10 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. Um, Come out. It's fun to have uh, pinball folks in chat too, because there's typically a lot of questions from people about pinball that the person playing can't necessarily 
uh, answer because we're very focused on a specific task. I'm going to be doing a runs on Guns N' Roses where I'm trying to show off all four album wizard modes in an hour. Um, I've, I did some practice on that this Monday and it looks like I should, I should be able to pull it off. So we'll see. Um, Small Town is trying to wizard mode uh, Deadpool and Tuna's going to try to beat Tron. So uh, Tuna's also going to do the Miss um, Pac-Man kill screen run. He gets to do that in the middle of the night. So have fun with that. And then Skip is doing some runs on video game stuff too. So uh, lots of cool stuff. But then there, there's tons of other streamers doing stuff. But those are folks you might be familiar with. So tune in over at Retro Gaming Live TV on Twitch. Uh, game room updates. Nick, what's going on in your game room? Uh, like I said, I, I set up a game for my family. I have got no updates sad well you haven't been doing anything well you 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 mentioned this the other a couple months ago we should talk about what games we've been playing so what have you been playing uh, i've been playing a lot of zeppelin so i uh my dad's game came with the insider connected on it so i got to well we'll talk about that but that was cool it's cool to play around with. so i played a lot of zeppelin was getting some achievements what else have i played um a little bit of black knight sort of rage Mike Castleman gave me, I, I was asking Mike, like, how to get to the end, like, what strategy you use, and he gave me a good tip, and I got to uh, the Black Knight's Castle, finally. I actually focused on it, so that kind of helps. Um, yeah, those those two games, and I got, uh, I've been playing a lot of VR. I got, like, I joined Gorin, who's, you know, the rich kid club. I got a, a B-Haptic vest oh boy. for oh VR. Boy. <laughs> it's got 40 haptic points in it, oh. so it's pretty awesome. When you, when you get shot, like, you know where you're getting shot from, or... <laughs> it's pretty damn cool it's pretty cool yeah it's like uh ready player one over here uh, it is definitely ready player one shit going on <laughs> you, need, you need the the, the running the running thing the running circle i'm sure one day you know we'll <laughs> yeah. get we'll, we'll go with we'll get there baby steps get yourself a workout uh gamer my base for me i've been playing i got some i got some show and tell so i got some new games for the jaguar i know nick loves these this is a switchblade so you you were an amiga kid right yeah so this is a game that was it used to be on the amiga and it got ported to the jaguar um, there's, it's not, I'm not familiar with this. What, do you know what year it came out on the Amiga? I don't know. Anything after like 90 or 91, I wouldn't know. Yeah. I don't remember offhand, but there's Switchblade. So I've been playing that. And, uh, this is a brand new game that, uh, was, uh, exclusive to the Jaguar developed by a homebrew guy. It's a, uh, roguelike RPG called Kings of Edom. Pretty fun. I, I'm the second person in how, the world. How much are those games? Completed it. They're like 70 bucks. Oh, right. yeah. So, which, you know, they're small run, you know, there's, they don't make a lot of them. There's not a huge audience, but so the fact that people are making uh, games for this platform in 2021 yeah. is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, no. I don't mind supporting it. And again, Understandable. compare whole game to the price of a topper for your pinball machine. <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Yeah, pinball puts everything in, in perspective where it's like, eh, it's pretty reasonable, you know? Yeah, it does. You, uh, play, you could play that game all day. Exactly. Uh, the other thing I got was um, for the game Xeno Crisis. Is that on my hand? Yeah, it's, it's, playing, it's playing on the Neo Geo behind me. Um, look at that box they offered some uh, accessories and stuff so I got those this is the the big shock box for Xeno Crisis Um, I got the marquee that's up in the in the top over there and there's a little like instruction dealy do behind the joysticks Um, so I figured I'd grab all that while they were in stock and uh, yeah from from bitmap bureau uh, for the the Neo Geo MBS very cool very fun game Um, I also if you want to watch me stream Neo Geo I can do that now and it's over on my Twitch channel, Kev in Buffalo. Um, I don't do it on the Buffalo Pinball 
channel because pinball people don't like video games generally and they won't watch so <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll 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 put a link in chat here if you want to if you want to check it out but um i stream jaguar stuff i do uh neo geo some arcade stuff over there so any anything that's not uh pinball goes over there for the most part um all right uh oh what have i been playing so i've been pl- you know what i played uh some uh dialed in the other night and man, I, I tweaked the flippers on that game a little bit. Oh, I played some dialed in too. Yeah. I'm just like, man, this game's good. I got the uh under attack multi ball. I got the theater multi ball and what's under attack multi ball? That's just the, the standard one. Oh, okay. Um and then the um I think it was uh <clears throat> the high voltage. All three of them stacked up. Yeah, that's cool. I was like, damn, this is good. <laughs> it's a good game. Every time I, every time I, I think like I forget about dialed in, then I play it and I, I always have the same feeling. Too. Yeah. It's super fun. I love that game. So I, I play that. And in addition, I've been playing guns and roses a lot because, uh, I've been practicing up for the, the coin op classic. Um, and I just dropped ice back into uh, the P3 cause I felt like playing that. So played that a few times yesterday. Word. Yep. Yep. All right. So we got a few non, we're not doing a review today. So we got a few, new segments for you uh the first one we're going to talk about some connected pinball machines and uh so nick and i have both done uh scorbit and we both had a chance to try out the stern insider connected so we figured we'd talk a little bit about you know overall impressions of what connected pinball is specifics for each platform and what we think of those so um why don't you kick it off with your thoughts on connected pinball should I, I mean, connected or Scorbit first? Either one doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll do Scorbit. Okay. You're not. A, I I can tell you you're not a huge fan of Scorbit because you're like, huh? How is it, Nick? You know, and and I got signed up pretty quickly. I mentioned this last time, but I went through kind of endless frustration. I think it, I think honestly, God, Scorbit is like the worst design UI I've ever experienced in an app. It is anything but in, in, intuitive. Um. I think it needs a complete design overhaul because even simple things like how do I challenge somebody? How do I add friends? Like I could not figure out. I would have to keep on asking Goran. And I can't think of the last app on my phone that I've ever had to ask somebody how to do something on an app. It's just not a thing. Like apps should be super intuitive. And this is not something that's terribly complicated. Um, they were missing. I think they might have just added it. But like they have like achievements. But like, okay, so I've got achievements. How many out of how many? Like that's one of the most important things. It's like... How many achievements do I have out of how many? If I have 70 achievements, what does that mean? Are there 1,000 achievements? Like, am I, or, or there 80 and I'm close to the end? Just things like that are really um, frustrating with the app. So um, I'm not a huge fan of it. I think it needs to be redesigned to be more in, intuitive. Um, I, I know that the developers seem to be somewhat responsive to things on there. They actually, I had an, I had an issue where I couldn't change my name and, I guess I couldn't change my name because my name was too long that I was trying to change it to, but it wasn't telling me that, so it wasn't saving. It wouldn't let me update a pic. There's just some frustrating things about it. So what I do like about it is that it was at least easy to get signed up and, and plugged into playing a game. Um, it's free. Like, that's a that's a, that's a big deal. Like, if you've got a Jersey Jack game, it's on there. You don't have to do anything special other than get the app and, and you're ready to go. And I like the... I, I like the fact that it's a it's an it's an app, right? As opposed to Stern's website, which is bizarre, and we'll get to that. Um, what what while we're on Scorbit, what do you want to say about? It? What are your thoughts? Yeah. So uh, you know, my I, I was I was using Nick as like a test case. I was like, so I've been messing around with this for months, and you know, so I've I've run into kind of some of the roadblocks. I was like, let's see, you know, go start to finish, 
what what is your experience with it? And you said it, you you got connected pretty easily. Um, I had already added your account to my machine because that was one of the things when we streamed Wonka for the first time with with Scorbit. My location is set up privately because I'm in a private collection. I don't want people knowing where my games are and stuff like that. But you have to like give people permission then to uh, play at your house, and we didn't know that, and that was not obvious. So. We yeah. had that figured out. So I, I, I think they just changed that, right? They fixed it. They so it's like discoverable to. if you're close to it or something. Yeah, yeah they will. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's an improvement. Uh, but, you know, I, I eliminated that barrier for you. Uh, but you got signed up. You, you connected your app. But it's like once you start using it and you're like, the navigation is off and like, I just want to go here. And then I'm like, I, how do I get back? And uh, yeah. where do I, like finding the achievements is like, that should be so obvious. Like, yeah, I want to know what the achievements are. Let me go for them. And anytime somebody that's it's, there's a thread on Pinside for Scorbit. And that's like one of the first things that everybody always asks, like, how do I see the list of achievements? And apparently there's some like roundabout way to get to it. It's buried somewhere, but the whole point is the achievements right, pretty right. much. Yeah. Cause high scoreboards are, are whatever. Like as we've talked about before, you don't, you can't compare game to game between scores yeah right yeah and again they we said this last time but they need to wipe it every time there's a software update mm-hmm. at least i mean that's the one thing that there's things you can control and there's things you can't control that's something you can control yeah and even but even with that like there's no guarantee that the person playing is running the latest code either or you know maybe you set it up so the scores only show the version you're running right something like that you know? yeah that seems I, that seems like they should be able to do something with mm-hmm. that right um and it is but i do like like it's cool that you just get it for free on jjp games it, it's not free if you want to um, play it on your other games. So they have this device called the Scorbitron, which you can buy and add to other games, which is, it's a, you know, this is like in the range of getting the Stern Insider connecting to. Yeah. Uh, and eventually they're going to be adding um, achievements and stuff for all the games, but this will let you post and track your scores and things like that. It's, it's a price for the device itself, and then there's also a monthly fee. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, <clears throat> you know, I don't see that. I don't see that. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't know. I don't see that as an operator or anything. I don't, I don't see it as an operator. It's, it's tough sell. And then, um, you know, as a private collection, that's, you know, that's rich kid territory, right? Yeah. It's like, if you, if you own pinball machines, you probably have the disposable income to pay for this, but it's like, is the value there to, to you know, warrant paying for this every month? In addition to paying for the device up front, yeah, uh, I, I use it on the JJPs because it's free. I I've, yeah. uh, I thought like oh maybe it'd be cool to have you know like a, a scoreboard on my yeah my I, TV. I, I do like that idea, right? And they they do offer that. That's a Scorby vision. But I'm like, do I want to spend three hundred dollars per machine for a monthly fee? To no, do that? I'm like, no, I, yeah. If it's like an easy thing and it can connect it, like yeah, sure, I would put that up there or something. But it's not like I'm not sitting around like I really wish this existed, right? Um, what I do like about it because i i've been a little harsh i mean i did a nice kind of balance but i like the um i like being able to challenge somebody where you can get a score Mm -hmm. and send them a challenge again i couldn't figure out how to do that easily i had to ask somebody Mm -hmm. i think like it it just seems like somebody created this and it made sense to them but they didn't like go out and and watch people try to use this and then take notes and say okay let's let's do this let's redesign this it doesn't look like they got feedback uh, on that and this has been out for a while so i'm a little concerned why it hasn't been changed and why it's so frustrating to use. Um, but I, I like I like getting a score, I like challenging somebody. Like every time I play a JJP game, I do want to use that. Like 
I, I do like that. Be, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I was sending some scores to people that I got on there, so it's cool. And and again, it's it's free on JJP games, so I, I I dig that as well. Yeah, yeah, cool. So yeah, so bottom line, I think it's like it's fun on JJP games for free. The uh, the app needs some work, but at least it's an app, <laughs> not a website. And the uh, you know, but the 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 value per game, if you want to add it to other games, uh, that's a tough sell, I think. So yep. all right, let's talk about the Stern Insider Connected. All right, so Kevin's used it a little bit on, yeah. Yeah, on Godzilla. I used it. I used it a l- lot more last week. So uh, this is the the first stumbling block with this is that when I went when it was announced, I wanted to try to get Stern Insider connected, and I couldn't find the app, and that's because there isn't an app, and it's just <laughs> so bizarre. Like my my brain couldn't register this. Like how is this not an app? I remember when I was home last week. I told my dad to get Stern Insider connected for that, and he's like, he came to me, he's like, I can't find the app. <laughs> I was like, uh, I know, yeah, it's because it's not an app. It's a, it's a website that you log in through. So that's kind of bizarre that they did it that way. I don't know why. I don't know if there will be an app in the future, but all right. So so I think that's one negative where Scorebit is, is, is an app, and that's intuitive and makes sense. Um yeah, and my my usage. So the, this model is different. I mean, the, to to connect to this, you your machine has to have the Stern Insider connected, which I guess all pretty much all new machines going forward will have this in there already. Um, you can retrofit some of the other machines that don't have it, but that will cost you two hundred dollars, uh, which is a lot of which is a lot. Um, so unfortunately, it's it's not free in that sense, and I'm sure it's being factored into the cost of. Their machines because this is uh, um, instead of just putting a QR code on the screen like uh, the Scorbit does for the, the Jersey Jack games, um, this is a physical QR code reader. So obviously there's production costs in that. Um, so you're paying for that one way or the other. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't love that. I don't. I, I, I we reached out to uh, Zach, and and this was I, I figured this is why they did it. It makes sense, and he told us basically that you know to get people to use that um it's got to be noticeable right and i think that is is very noticeable on a machine for better for worse right even in your home collections i think as an operator um i was like i could see why they're doing that uh it's right on the apron you cannot miss it there's like a card that's pointing to it there's this big red thing that's pointing to on the apron then you've got a sticker on the back um you're just drawn to it like what's this so I think that if they just went with a simple QR code, no, but you know, your casual pinball player is definitely not going to use it. And this won't take off. So, I think they absolutely did the right thing by that. The downside of of that is that I'm not going to go and put this on my games at home. Like, I'm not going to retrofit my games for two hundred dollars for this. It's, there's just no point. Even though I wish I could get the achievements and and compare my scores and, and things like that. I've said a lot of things like that. Things, but things like that. That's like that's the phrase of the day. Yeah, I, I think they both have their positives and negatives right this two it's interesting to see them take two different approaches like this they definitely need an app finding your qr code when you're out on location it's like oh i gotta log into this website <clears throat> gotta bring then, the website up yeah you know i mean you can bookmark it but there's still more steps involved in mm-hmm. just bringing it up in an app yep and then if you, folks are like well you could just screenshot your qr code yeah you can but then you gotta go dig through your photos to find it yeah photos get buried it's yeah like, it's like that's not really a solution i could it on a card in my wallet or something dumb like that if i wanted i guess but it shouldn't be that hard right it should be there needs to be a low barrier to entry yeah. with this pinball people on location can barely start a game let alone scan a qr code and track their achievements this is for this is for folks that like really want to do it right now if they want to use this to like bring more people into pinball i don't know i see it as a feature for 
hardcore pinball folks who really want this and, and really want to track their achievements. Uh, and maybe that's good. Like you were saying as an operator, it's like, it's cool to have this as an option on your new games to incentivize return play or like, Hey, play this game here and then go play our other game at Masuda Chow's and then we'll give you a prize or something like that. Yeah. So there's, there's features like that that you could. Yeah. And, and, and Zach alluded to um, maybe things that they need to have a QR code reader to do that just aren't released yet. So, as an operator, like the operator side of me, like I, I like this. Like I'm excited to see like what kind of you know, as they hinted at, like what kind of competitions I can run, what kind of fun things I can do with this. Um, it's fun getting achievements. It's fun logging in. It's fun seeing other scores. Um, I wish it was an app. I, I wish it had like the challenge feature, like Scorebit does. That's a great thing. Um, I, I it doesn't like because it's not an app. It's not going to send you notifications like somebody's beating your score. Which again, you dude, you got to have an app. I mean, maybe that's in production. We should have asked Zach that. Um, you know, maybe they're just getting it out there right now. Maybe and things are. It's probably the case. There probably will be an app coming. I have to assume. Maybe they 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 got they got the technology. They're putting into games. They're shipping games. So they've got to get it out, and that's why it's on a website. Um, but I, I found it. Despite all that, it was more intuitive to navigate the website. There were certain things that were kind of not obvious, or, but it's not bad. It was compared to Scorebit, this is this is light years ahead of just kind of um, the intuitive nature of, of navigating once you're logged in. Yeah, there's just not as much there. It's not. It's much cleaner. Um, it's not. I don't think it's trying to do as much as Scorebit is too. So like Scorebit is trying to do way too much, and it's it's really complicated to navigate. So um, it's a little more straightforward. Like you said, there, I ran into a couple things. I was like, oh, where do I add my friends? I couldn't couldn't find that at first. But again, it's like once you once you play around with it a little bit, you, you tend to figure it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they have more stuff like friend requests. I mean, like I can add Kevin, but I just need to know Kevin's name, and Kevin doesn't know I've added him. Yeah, like it's kind of like a weird thing. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's got a ways to go, but I I like that we're moving towards you know achievements. I don't live and die by achievements. I, I like being able to, to see what people are doing on score wise. I like on Scorebit when I get a notification for somebody, or I send a challenge. That's a fun way to just connect and have fun remotely with people. Yeah, and it's not it's not to run a tournament, right? But like if I want to have a, you know challenge Kevin to a game on dialed in, I know our games aren't the same, but it's a fun thing to it's a fun thing to do. You can do, get a group of players and do that like with Scorebit. That's kind of a cool thing, and and it got me playing my uh, dialed in more. Yeah, you know I, I like that. It's like. Uh, it's- it's like playing um, on like Cosmic Kart Racing, right? It's like you know your games aren't set up the same, but it's just it's still fun. It's really super fun to do. So it you know this is a very much a casual thing. If, if you're if you're trying to uh, <laughs> if you're trying if you're trying to like compare high scores, don't do that because you if if you're taking the glass off and cheating, or if you're like up in your, the number of balls to, to try to get the highest score, then yeah, you know, it's like why yeah, not? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's folks out there doing that. Yeah, there you go. There's an overview. There's there's pluses and minuses to both, and 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 again, maybe the the good thing is this will push each one to get a little bit better. Yeah, I, the competition is good, and I, you know, it'd be interesting to see what if if they end up adding like Scorpion to multimorphic games or spooky games or things like that, or if they're gonna yeah. end up developing their own solutions. Or if uh, they just won't bother at all. Hopefully, hope I I think that uh, it'd be great if Scoop, uh, Spooky, even though I don't play their games, edit it and and um, multimorphic. Get them in those American Pinball. Mm-hmm. Pick up Scorebit. Just get it in there. It's yeah. easy to QR. That's that's the preferred way. Let's do that. I think that's a that's an issue too. Is like there's not one ecosystem for all this. Yeah. So like if I get a new Stern and there's a 
Stern Insider connected on there. It doesn't talk to the the Scorbit stuff, and then I got scoreboards in two different places. So that's kind of annoying. Yeah, they don't even have like a scoreboard system for Stern yet, or anything like that. Like what Scorbit's doing. Yeah, but but yeah, like yeah, I know it doesn't it doesn't help if that's your goal of doing like a uh, scoreboard system. Right. So all right, let's talk. So here's here's a topic I, I proposed a few uh, topics of discussion for Nick, and I said, what if we do a, a, a segment where we we each decide two games from each decade. We're we're, ma- we're making up a fictitious uh, dream arcade, and we could pick t- two games from each decade for the past fifty years. What would what what games would you pick? And uh, yeah. so today he and I went through uh, the lists on Pinside for each decade and picked out our, our our favorites. Some decades were much more difficult than others. I will say, <laughs> some some decades were like, man, this was a bad decade. The two thousands, two thousands were. Very hard. Wow. <laughs> it, was, it was a terrible decade would, for pinball. I'd be shocked if we don't have at least one of the same uh, games in there. Maybe. Uh, my picks for the 2000s are very weird. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I don't know. I, I struggled. Okay. So do you want to start old and go to new or start new and go to old? Um, I'm curious. When you were doing this, I started new and went to old. So did I. All right. Let's do it that way. Okay. That's the way we're thinking at least, okay. but... And we, so we, I asked Nick, should we do 2020s as its own decade or include it with the 2010s? Since there's only a year and a half, almost two years. Uh, he said, we'll just roll it into the 2010s. So I just kind of kept my 2020s separate. Um, 20, you did the 2020s separate? Yeah. Okay. So I'll do 20. I don't have them written down, but I can do it easily. Okay. So yeah, what are your 2020 picks? Uh, I would say Led Zeppelin for me and um, Godzilla. Okay. Premium versions of both. Okay. I because I, I I've got Led Zeppelin premium and I and I want a Godzilla premium. Okay. Makes sense. Even though I haven't played it, but uh, I'm gonna cheat and I'm gonna pick a P3 with Heist uh, because that will offer multiple multiple gaming options. Uh, do I get to pick multiple playfields with that, or do I just get the one playfield? I think one playfield. Okay. I would go Heist. That's that's the okay. game to have. Uh, but I could have all the software that works on Heist. That's gonna be my my uh, my yeah. caveat. And, uh, and this is not like this is when we talk about this is like what we want in our, in our like if we had like let's say we had unlimited budget yeah right and we had space for these and this was our personal game rooms it's not saying we're yeah. picking the best games right. of a decade right I, I, I definitely had a I mean obviously I do want but my personal best right, right. like I because I, we'll get there yeah. there was we'll a method to my madness as I started doing this I was like mm. me too I will see mm. what yours is right. yeah uh, <clears throat> so my second uh, 2020s pick would be Rick and Morty What's the, what's the method to that madness? Well, uh, I wanted a spooky game. You didn't pick Guns N' Roses? I wanted it. I didn't. You didn't even fucking own a Rick and Morty. You had a Guns N' Roses. Well, this is method all to right, my madness. All right. Method to my madness. L- are you going to tell us your madness? You'll see it. Um, oh, we got to figure it out. Exactly. It's like a mystery. So right. I would go Rick and Morty. Um, I wanted a Scott Denise game. wanted a spooky game. So there you go. But then you, so then you don't get a Guns N' Roses game. I don't. You, you, there's got to be trade-offs, man. You can only pick two games. Nick's very confused right now. All right. All right. So I am. Stick with it. All I right. Am. 2010s. What, when is, when's the big reveal? Just you got like a fucking balloon, like a gender reveal? Wait, like wait that's going to pop up? <laughs> wait for it. All right. All right. All right. All right. So we said, all right, the 2010s. 2010s, yep. Uh, mine's Pirates of the Caribbean. Obviously, it's my favorite game ever. Got to have that. And then my other game was Big Buck Hunter. Nice. Didn't see that coming. I can appreciate it. Did. But... Like, uh, look, I here's here's my method. I'm gonna dis- so in, in in that decade, um, I've got a long playing game, 
All right, I think because I could pick two games. So I like a, a long and a short playing game. Seemed seemed the, how I approached it. A long playing game, but pirates. You know, the rules are just so so much depth. There's you know along the journey, there's many paths right to get to the end of it, and I, I love that long playing game. It's a mentor. There's a lot to it. And then I wanted like a brutal kind of short shorter playing game. And I think uh, I think big buck like my favorite games. I really love the games, and I've said this before, that like the uh, Stern from the early 10s, 2010s, Iron Man, Big Buck Hunter, Avatar, and Tron. Those are the four that they kind of had a design philosophy around. A little more simple, more simple rules, kind of brutal games. It almost has like a a classic like pinball um, feel to it without, you know, but still ramps. It's not over the top long playing games. Which, which I was thinking in that I, I kind of want to get an Avatar one day just so I can start getting all those old games. I would no, love a Tron. Tron's, Avatar too. Tron's too much, but I, w- I would like my ideal if I had the space and some money would be all those four games. Yep. Like I, I, I love that era. They're just fun to play. Like you can, I can just play them with anybody because I can't be on there for too long. And that's, that's an important thing in my collection is having some games that I can't play for too long. I can't play Pirates with people. I can't play Led Zeppelin with people. But the great equalizers are those games of that period. I can play it maybe a little longer than people, but it's not long enough that people are walking where you're getting frustrated with me. Right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Yeah. I've always <laughs> thought Avatar would look really cool <laughs> sitting next to Tron because they both have those 3D back glasses. I was like, and then James sold his. I was like, should have bought his. Yeah, his was really nice. Um, so here's my uh, my 2010s. We're, we're very much on the same same path here in the 2010s. POTC is mine. There's my okay. JJP. Right. Yep. My Eric Minier game. Yep. Great game, so many different ways to play it, um, and I went with Tron. Yep, surprise there, right? Yep, yep. Okay, love the theme. They're great picks. It's the same, same concept. They're like, it's a quick playing game, but love the experience every time. Go for it. All right. Yeah, I, I had, I own a Tron. I would love a Tron back, and love an Avatar, and I would have like, I would love like Iron. I would love those four games. Yep. Those four games are great. That's how I would replace like a classic with those games and put it in there and feel like I didn't lose, lose out on that quicker playing kind of game. Yeah. All right, two thousands. This is this really. Is a, this is a rough I hated run. this. I hated. I, this is the hardest moment where I was like, I hated. I hated doing this process. <laughs> yeah, Makes those you games really, are terrible. It made me really appreciate that we are living in an amazing time for pinball right now. We are very yeah, spoiled yeah, by yeah. pinball right Look, now. Look, there's some. There's some like like you've got you got Simpsons that people like. You've got Lord of the Rings. You've got Spider Man. But like I've played those games to death that they they don't do anything for me. And I hate these long playing games that are very like kind of linear. Like, and now I do this, and now I do, and it just feels like this, like, just constant, steady thing. I, I don't know. It's not exciting to me. And, and the, the problem with those games is that if I had it and owned it, it would get so boring to me because not only is it long, but, like, I can I can really control it, and I can almost always have a consistently long game. There's just, I, there's nothing exciting about it. It's just kind of going through the motions. That's like Sopranos for you, right? Yeah, I, I don't, like... When look at Sopranos, I, that was a game I, I I respect a lot of things about it. I know I I, I recommend it to a lot of people. Just, but at ten years into pinball and as much pinball as I played, I'm at a level where it's just like it's not fun for me. It's not fun for me. I play it like you know here and there. I'll play the game. And I was like that's cool, but then I just don't want to touch it again. Yeah. All right. So what'd you go with? I had to go with something. This is tough. I had to try to find something that I think would be a little bit different and hold my interest in games I haven't owned or played. So. Um, Wheel of Fortune. Okay. <laughs> that game. I want a Wheel of Fortune for some. It's right. just even though it crushes me that there's no wizard mode in it. I have a Wheel but, of Fortune esque pick later on. I think. And then uh, I guess Ripley's. I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know. I just I, I had such a problem because I've played the shit out of uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, and I can you know seven eight years ago I was able to sit on that game for like forty minutes. Like now I would just pick it apart and just be so bored by like there's no like multiple. There's nothing to, like that could possibly happen differently in the game. Kinda. Yeah. Spider Man's the same way. Uh, you saw me on get me on Batman. I sit there forever. It's just they're they're too easy and too boring. Now Ripley's might be that, but I just haven't played it enough. I feel like I can dive in there and have something different. But no, this decade sucked, dude. <laughs> it's I'm, really I'm, bad. Mo- I'm probably most excited for Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd probably have fun with that game. I went with uh, more of your expected picks. Spider Man is my favorite Steve Ritchie game, so I went for that. I uh, love that layout. I love the. I've always felt like when you're we're shooting the raps and and Spider Man's going woohoo. It's like it, yeah, it's no, like, it's a great game. It's like physical. It like brings out that feeling of like flying through the city right it's crazy uh but the that's that's of, the best game of the 2000s yeah, by the way in my yeah. if i had to pick the best game of 2000s yeah. spider-man um and my other pick is lord of the rings um agreed long playing game uh wouldn't play it all the time but i do like having a long epic kind of journey game and that would be it for me right like hobbit when i had hobbit and lord of the rings here it was like i don't need both of these but one or the other would be good see i <clears throat> Listen, I, I those are great picks in terms of like some of the best games of the decade. You know, I mentioned Simpsons. I need like some like a, a, a quote unquote players game, yeah. Where I where it's got to surprise me with some hard shots or it can brutalize me or I don't know. Like I think uh, like Wheel of Fortune would do that with some of the randomness and shots in there. Yeah, but I don't know. And you're gonna have a ten game collection. and It's gonna be it's like yeah, I'm not gonna play this all the time. But every once in a while, I kind of want to have a game like that. So it'd be nice to have in the mix. Okay. Yeah. That was my thinking. All right. All right. 1990s. God. All right. So the first one's not going to surprise anybody. It's my, my nostalgia classic pick, uh, Adam's Family. Yes, I know Bear Chair, Shallow Rules. Uh, you know, you can rip through it every time you play it, but it just it puts me in my pinball happy place. I, I, I play it, and I'm just like, this is fun. I have fun playing it. You just it. want a basic bitch game sometimes. Exactly. Sometimes you just want give a basic him, give game. Give lots of basic bitch game. Exactly. All right. And, you it's know. like uh, mac and cheese. It's like a, your comfort food. It's a comfort pinball. food of pinball. Exactly. All right. I, it, listen, that's, it's not for me, but I can respect that. Yeah. It's like the, the, the sound is great. The, 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 the mood. It's got a, a fun atmosphere. The toys are cool. Give me my Adams family. I did have one, a pick like that. Oh, what's your other one? Uh, my other one is Whitewater. Oh, that's a good one. This was a tough, tough. There was a lot yeah, of good picks here. Yeah, I like that. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have that, but I liked that because that can, that's kind of, can be a tough game or a long. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's an interesting cool. layout, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's so like fuck because it was like I had uh, Attack from Mars on there. And I was like, eh, I think I go uh, Whitewater over AFM. So all right, what was? Oh, you have me rethinking things. I'm not sure what I was. You're not allowed out to rethink now. Um, <laughs> I've got a Medieval Madness. I, I just I, okay. I can't help that that game is is not a game that I ever want to own to be honest, but. For if I had to get a game from the '90s, it's kind of like in my collection. I'm kind of giving you the same response you get for uh, that's like my Spider-Man. Okay, there you go. It's just it's just kind of a cool game with the castle and everything. And once in a while, I'd want to I want to tackle that. I I think or to have that in there. Um, but if I swapped, if I swapped it, if I put in Whitewater, I would put Whitewater in for that game. Okay, yeah, because I think fair. that's more of a Whitewater's can be more interesting in terms of what happens through a little more exciting yeah i think it's a little more exciting yeah medieval madness can be a grind yeah so i kind of forgot about that i think I, i'd be tempted to swap that out but um the other one i had written down was world cup soccer mm. it's probably no surprise i I, th- I, th- I thought you might go there yeah, yeah i mean we just reviewed and i, I kind of said as much so those are my two 90s games 90s was 90s was a uh, harder to pick because there were uh better choices in there than the 2000s 
80s was just like, holy crap, there's a lot of pinball machines in the there's, 80s. There's a lot of pinball machines, but not a lot of pinball machines that I had trouble picking. Like yeah. A lot, a lot of junk. Yeah, there's a lot of junk, but there's 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 some great classics in there, too. Yeah. Um, my first one is my wild card pick. It's my 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 wild card. So, uh, Robocop. Yeah, I saw I saw Robocop on the list and I and I was like attempted for half a second. So yep. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. I like the I appreciate the wild card pick. I, I was pretty I was probably influenced cuz I just watched the I watched um the the um, movies that made us on Netflix and about RoboCop and I was like, "Damn, I want to watch RoboCop." So I watched All RoboCop right. and I was like, "Damn, I kind of want the RoboCop pinball machine now." Get it. Get it. I'm mad at you for not fucking getting av- you, you, you Who's got a RoboCop for you me? You toyed right? with Avatar and you didn't get yeah. it? Who who's got a RoboCop? Hook, hit me up. Robocop. You fucked up not getting Talk James's to him at gmail.com if you got a Robocop for sale. Uh, my other pick is uh, more of an expected pick. It's uh, Centaur. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't like Centaur as much as everybody else likes it. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay. I don't have a good reason for it. All right. I should like fair. it. There's plenty of games I, I feel kinda, like it's kind of It's kind of awesome, but yeah. I, I... um. So mine was Jungle Lord, which is maybe my favorite yeah, classic of all time. I think that game is. I think I might know your other one too. Damn near perfect. Uh, and then the other one's Fathom. Oh, just because no. I wanted a really I like. So I wanted to have the Williams, and mm-hmm. then I wanted to have a Bally. And Fathom is just a beautiful game. It's a fun game. So gotta go with Fathom. Yeah. What did you think I would pick? Bad, bad girls? girls. Yeah. I had it on the list, and then I thought Fathom. Yeah. I Fathom's better. Than I bad really girls. wanted to put Bad Girls, but then I was like, Nick's gonna pick Bad Girls. But Fathom's not pick. when you get into price. It's not. No. No. <laughs> no. It's not. So worth this that. is this is like yeah. This is like we this we is the dream. somebody's just yeah. giving you these games, and they all work great. Correct. And they're brand new and mint condition. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so that's the '80s. Our last decade, the '70s. I got I got some. One expected, one unexpected here too. I think. All right. So why don't you go first this decade? All right. So uh, I'm going uh, Paragon. All right. I, I really like Paragon, um, even though I don't have one. It's a wide body. It takes up a lot of room, and I don't know. I I I think that game's just great. I I like uh, Harlem a lot, but mm-hmm. I find Paragon more interesting to play, and it's got some similarities with the inline drops. I think it's just a more interesting game. Yeah. What's going on? It's such a good wide body and. I don't really like wide bodies that much, but that's such a good wide body, man. That's, that's a great an game. ass kicking wide body right there. I would love to have a nice Paragon someday. Like, if there's like a restored Paragon, and I had the space, it'd be tempting. Yeah, it'd be really tempting. It's a fun game. Um, and then the other one, you know, I threw in Stargazer. Okay, because it's I want. Uh, that's a seventies game. Maybe it's not. I feel maybe like I messed up. Game. Maybe I messed up. Well, uh, you go. I'm gonna Nick, research that. Nick's DQ'd. I'm, it I might, might it be a seventies game. I might be, Kevin. You might be right. Uh, my 70s picks, the, I'll give you the, the expected one first. It's uh, Stars. That's kind of a, like a... Shit, it's 1980. Oh, shit. Right. Well, you do yours. I'll just scramble to think of another one. Stars. Uh, I like Stars because it makes you shoot all over the play field, and it's super hard, right? But it's it's got a good like spinner rip to it. Uh, you got to shoot all those, those uh, Stars stand-up targets to, to light it up. Um, and it's just super fun. My other one is the is the wild card. It's uh, you pr- you might remember this one from our virtual days of, of the Bro Show shooting the rapids uh, from Zacharia. It's oh, that, okay. It's it's just one. I it's very simple. Yeah, I like that. But game. I love it. And it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could have a, I was like, why not get a Zacharia in yeah. here too, right? If if it's gonna in this magical world where it's gonna, all gonna work <laughs> and I never have to worry about parts and uh, yeah, what the heck. So I would have said Frontier. Frontier's 1980. Oh, okay. So I might as well, I'm just going to cop out and say Shooting the Rapids. There you go. I'll, go, I'll, the I'll Rapids. take a Shooting the Rapids as well. <laughs> there you go. Why not? Who, who saw that coming? Shooting the Rapids. 
Yeah, uh, you think I'd think of another one from the seventies? There's great games. I'm just I don't know. Yeah, I thought I had a I thought I had a lock. That's why. So yeah, I, yeah. Nothing else is coming to mind. Yeah, Bad Girls is your favorite ADB game, Nick. Brenna ninety eight. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I know, like you know, the ADB games like um, TX Sector gets it, but it's just the music. Like the there's problems with the rules with the spin, ripping the spinner and stuff. Um, yeah. Bad Girls favorite ADB game. I've not played Monte Carlo or whatever. Is that what it's called? Oh God. I think so. I've not there's some I haven't played, like uh Robo War. So you gotta take it with a grain of salt. What's but, the creepy one with the little time. girls all over it? With the little girls all over it? Yeah, it's really gross. What is like the theme of it? it? It's like a carnival theme. I forget the name of Balls it. Balls of Poppin? No. No. No, I know what you mean though. I I it's might really have played bad. it at Papa. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they have it at Papa. I've only ever seen it. I think it Bad online. Girls is just a great game. Yeah. I was playing Bad Girls Hot at your shots. house after League, and I was like, "Man, this is this is really good." I'm really I like it's got that shot that like loops around and sets up your upper flipper shot. I, was I know like, this is a really good. Layout. And the spinners, but to hit that shot, you also hit a spinner yeah. in doing that. Yeah, and it's a great like game. Hit that stand up, the drop down target. Mm-hmm. It's really good. All right, we got a couple of bits of Q and A before the end of the show here. So this one comes from Sar- Sergeant Ski, 1978 in Discord. He says, curious if Nick could provide thoughts and tips on starting an operator business the next episode. Yeah. My answer to him was, don't do it. <laughs> what would your tips be? I can give a, let's do, let's do, put that in the segment for next time and maybe I'll, I'll, I'll prepare for it. Maybe I won't, but we'll talk about it next time. Let's okay. do that. Okay. Because I don't think we've, we've really done maybe a step-by-step and what to know. And Okay. Uh, all right. And this one, this one was great. This came to us through our email, talkpinball at gmail.com. Uh, it's from Nolan in Northern Maine. He says, Kevin, you are my hero. After many smash fingers and hernias loading games in and out of my bed of my truck, I heard your suggestion on using pool noodles. I got a couple big solid noodles off of eBay real cheap, and rolling the games in and out of the bed by myself was a breeze. It was uh, the first game I ever sold to a medieval madness. I spent the summer building from the husk and a board set of a donor NBA fast break that died from a lack of love. Actually, I do love NBA fast break. It was my first game. I got two rings and nearly 400 points on it, but I love the Deadpool Pro and stack of cash I got in trade for the Medieval Madness even more. Then I took the stack of cash and got a Stern Spider-Man. There you go. Wow. We were talking about that before. And so God bless NBA Fast Break in this crazy market. And he says, and thanks you again for the pool noodle tip. So there you go. That's a good tip. That was that was one of my, uh, that was an early podcast where I talked about that. Yeah. Um, so the, the tip is, if you don't know, get a pool noodle. If you're rolling the game into your car, the, your truck bed, put the pool noodle down, slide it right in on that sucker. I get to slide it in a little yeah. bit on the first one and then put the second one in and finish sliding it in. And then what's nice about that is it kind of settles in a little bit. It doesn't slide around a lot. I know uh, some folks will use like PVC pipe for it, which is a similar effect, but then it rolls around more. So, uh, yeah, we used it when we uh, moved uh, Godzilla to Masuda Chow's. Okay. Noodle trick. Yeah. And you're like, there you go. Yeah. That, that is my contribution to the pinball world. Uh, I can go away now. I've done it. I've made an impact. Did it. Uh, Hot Shots. That's the gross game. Yeah. <laughs> Arcade Hunters new. Thank you. All right. So that that's going to do it for this episode of Brody Even Talk Pinball. Uh, thanks for joining us. Have a great holiday season. Um, if you haven't yet, be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube if you want to check out past episodes of the show or other Twitch streams. You can join us in Discord, discord.gg slash Buffalo Pinball to chat during the day. If you want to send a feedback like Nolan in Northern Maine, you can email us talkpinball at gmail.com. If you want to support the channel, you can drop some bits in chat. You can sub the Twitch channel uh, using your money, or you can use your Prime account if you have Amazon Prime. It's no extra charge. Um, 
there's a PayPal account, buffalopinball at gmail.com. We've had some folks send uh, donations like that. And uh, you can also drop a review on your platform of choice um, to, to uh, help us out there. That'll help more people. And tell a friend. This holiday season when you're home, just hanging out, and you're like, I'm bored. I want to listen to some pinball podcasts. Tell them, listen to Brody even talk listen, pinball. Uh, skinny guy, ball guy. <laughs> skinny, guy ball. skinny guy swears a lot. <laughs> All, right. All right. Have a good night.